my kids aren't perfect. I'm not perfect, you know, and sometimes you're definitely not perfect. Um, oh, okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to, I guess this is the first official podcast episode of After I Do. So, welcome to the podcast episode of After I Do. Uh, it's your man, Royale Watkins, for those that already follow us. Y'all already know what it is. And seated here to my right, who's in the best mood ever, is the chocolate girl wonder. Hi, I'm April. Star of the show. Whatever. Or co-star. Co-star. Oh, you're going to be the co-star? I thought you was a star before. Well, I'm, I'm willing to share. Okay, great. Um, co-star April Watkins. Hi, everybody. Uh, so for most of you, you guys may be watching this, but for those that are listening to uh, the audio version of the show, April and I have been doing a web series or a version of a web series um, for the last couple of years, and we're now exploring or expanding, might be a better way to go, yeah. the show into an audio format so that while you're on the tr subway or while you're on the airplane or while you're driving in the car with your significant other, your lover, or whoever you're dealing they with, they get it. They get it. You yes. can listen to these episodes to hopefully get <laughs> some Ooh. clarity on how to <laughs> better engage um, your your wife, your significant other, loved one. Ooh, weird. Okay. Hey, this, listen, this is they what it got is. It. You got to break it down. Okay. To, to the, yes, to the meta. Oh, my God. So, in the first episode, I think uh, <sighs> what we should tackle is um, love. Because I think the, the key ingredient to all of these things, whether you're single, whether you're married, whether you're dating, whether you're divorced, is love is the um is the glue as i always like to say uh would mm -hmm. you agree or would you disagree i agree love and um being a good person and just being open you know love is very very important i agree uh i think our tagline for the show is relationship love and laughter right um and so the word that kind of stands out to me is relationship because most of us are either pursuing some form of a relationship or trying to extract ourselves from some form of a relationship and so whether you're married or whether you're single mm -hmm. it doesn't make a difference because we feel like our platform has something to offer um to the space it's a wide range yes. it, it's, it's a big conversation to have that correct. we all should be making an investment it's not just about uh, coming to our podcast and listening to what we have to say. We value the feedback. I think that's one of the things that at least I learned from Facebook is that the folks who our family members, as we like to call them, the family, mm -hmm. there's a great value that we get in the feedback. Right. Um, because our marriage or whatever we're doing. Whatever um, we're doing. <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Yes, whatever. See, she's a little hot right it. now, but, you know. Yeah, because you're a lot. I Listen, we both are a lot. No, uh-uh. No, no, I no. Just... We, each person is a lot at a different time because if you want to keep it a whole buck, you know, um, like there's certain things that you, I was in the car, damn, it's going to escape me, but it's going to come back very oh quickly. Lord. Come on, Jesus, work with me on this one. You're a lot. Okay. 
feel free to expound if you no, want I'm to. No, I'm just like, in a marriage, you just have to be ready to deal with that person's personality, their mood, their um, whatever they're feeling for that their day. Their stuff. Their stuff, and it's a lot. And I just come to find out what I feel about us recently that we're too stuffy. I think we are a stuffy couple, meaning we have all, I, I'm just tired of all the rules and regulations and trying to make this family fit into a box. And after, now that we're on holiday and I see other families, I just think that we're so stuffy. And I'm going to blame myself too because I feel like the kids have to act a certain way. This has to be this way. This and it is too stressful. You know, I have to learn how to operate in love and forgiveness and also that everything is not going to look the way I want it to look. You know what I mean? But guess what? It's still okay. We are still a thousand percent ahead of everyone else. But I just I just feel like we're too stuffy. But see, this is interesting to me that you say a thousand percent ahead of everyone else. Like, why are we living our lives well, in comparison? That's, to? that's very true. And that's a part of trying to put our family into this box. My kids aren't perfect. I'm not perfect, you know, and sometimes you're definitely not perfect. Um, it's like it's too much pressure. And I'm going to, from, I'm not making no 2020 or New Year's resolution. I'm saying whatever today is, today's date, like, I have to learn to, to go with the flow. I don't really know how to go with the flow. And because I don't, and Royale doesn't know how to go with the flow, in my opinion, because I've been with him for 25 years. We don't go with the flow. We're just not like that. I think we came into this relationship with very strict rules in our head. We did, never said them out loud. But two-parent household, going to raise these kids. We're going to give them everything that we could possibly give them, all our money, all our resources. And when things, one thing goes off the rail, it's like, it just feels like an avalanche. And it doesn't need to be an avalanche. But why does it's it feel just, like, I don't feel like. I do. Okay. You just said, you know, like we're going through some things right now. And it's, you know, it's not the end of the world. And now I get it. It really isn't. The bigger picture is that. We are together. We're, our kids are great. We're great. But it's still, you know, we both have to work on not being so stuffy and not being so, you know, it has to be this way. Or, you know, there's other issues we'll talk about in podcasts that I don't want to bring up right now because that'll be way too long. But, you know, children are going to be children, you know. When you have these little kids, you have these dreams for them, and then they grow up, and then they, believe it or not, they have their own mind. They're going to do exactly what well, they want to do. That you don't, I think so many parents think they own their children, right? You bring children into the world, but you don't own them. And so... Yeah, I'm not talking about owning them. No, 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 but it speaks to, let me, let me get to the point. So this idea of ownership creates this mentality where because you own it like your car you want right. to you want to maintenance it a certain way you want it to last a certain way you want to control when it goes into the shop and yeah. you're like you can want the best for your child but you also have to accept the kind of terms of agreement with god that this is something that you were gifted 
and does not belong to you. That's why it pains me to see people when they lose children early in life, whether it's by violence or whether it's by happenstance or accident, right? There is this deep emotional hurt because of the connection to something that comes from your life or that you were a part of making right. that's now out into the universe. And so we experience this incredible amount of pain because of the loss when, um, and I'm not saying we shouldn't feel, you know, uh, that type of pain, but the reality is, is that a lot of these things are outside of our control. A lot of the times the behavior of our children are outside of our cold, our control, right. and we take such we take it so personal because we see them as an extension of ourselves. So therefore, when you and I take and pour all of these resources into mm -hmm. sending these cats off to college, and there's a hiccup, we take it personal because we see a part of the we see the part of ourselves that didn't have that opportunity as failing. Mm. I see what you're saying. So, yeah, I mean, again, I think that all we can do as parents and as human beings is extend the part of ourselves that we can extend, extend the resources that we feel comfortable extending, right? Because when we start to extend ourselves beyond our resources, then we're hanging ourselves out on a ledge where now we're, we're caught in the balance and off balance if one thing goes wrong. You see what I'm saying? It's like, oh, spend all of this money to send both boys to two private institutions and I'm sacrificing driving around in a vehicle that's slightly on edge and raggedy and now putting mm -hmm. myself in jeopardy of getting to work on time versus late or being somewhere on the road. We can't take a road trip because my car is questionable. Right. But know. besides all of that, all I'm saying is I guess what I'm trying to reiterate to the families and the people having children or thinking about having children, I can't stress that you will never be prepared. So if you think it's the right month to have a baby or the finances are right and we finally got the house and we got this and we got that, I promise you it's never going to be perfect. It's never, however you see it, it's going to probably be oh, the exact no opposite. You know, and so with that said, when I say funny things on my tips and stuff like stay ready. I promise you have to stay ready. And I don't mean ready financially, ready, whatever. You got to be ready mentally because you never know when your child leaves out the house, what could possibly happen. You know, you, you hope that they've had the, the wherewithal from watching you as their parents to go out there with the good common sense to make the right decisions. But there's also things like peer pressure and being in the wrong place at the wrong time and being caught up in certain situations that you will never be ready for because it doesn't, it's not going to tell you, it's there's no magic wand to say next week it's going to happen. When it happens, you are knocked off your feet. Your wind is knocked out of you and you have to learn how to manage that situation along with still being married to your husband or your spouse. Absolutely. And understanding that you also have other children that have may not have anything to do with this situation that you're going through, how to not take it out on them or not give them the services that they need, which is a part of you. They still want mommy, but mommy is dealing with the other sibling that is going through something that's so tough and, you know, trying to juggle in it. When I tell you it's gut-wrenching and terrible and hard, it is. And all I can advise you is to do the best that you can, 
pray a lot. I pray all the time. Um, and just know that it, it probably, you know, like Rayelle says, sometimes you'll have to use your resource sources or call in favors or whatever the case may be, but you also have to live, you know? I, I mean, raising kids is probably the hardest thing I've ever had to do. And when I was single, I could have never imagined it, imagine it. Oh, it's some highs. Oh, the highs are great. But when the lows come, that's when you have to be ready. Because anytime something is good, it's good. There's nothing you have to prepare for for good. It's exciting. It's The feeling is great. But when you get that hiccup, knocks you off your feet. Yeah, I want to also be careful because I don't, like, if somebody's listening to us, especially people that follow us, I don't want them concerned that, oh, there's something that Royce or Ross or Joey's in no, trouble. No, in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, okay. So, because if I was listening to it, I'd go, wait, is somebody, is everything okay? Yeah, and, but you know, I mean, there are things that do happen in our family that I'm not going to share. But, you know, all I'm saying is whether whatever we're going through at the time is epic or not, just be ready for it. Doesn't mean something epic is happening now. What I'm saying, stuff epic has happened. We've had great losses, great, you know, disagreements, whether it's going up to the school and figuring stuff out and, you know, uh, the gamut. You know, one kid acting right, the other kid not acting right. Joey want to go to uh, Disneyland. He can't, like, we've been through a lot with these kids. That's just an example. I'm just saying. The journey of marriage and building a family, trying to maintain a family, and guide the unit through the unit guide the unit through this universe mm -hmm. through this through this political climate through yeah all of that through the years um you know requires um a lot of engagement requires mm -hmm. a lot of patience i think the biggest thing is like it requires a lot of communication which a lot of us Sometimes you just get to a point where you don't feel like communicating. Because you're tired. I and, can't even imagine. But it also requires a lot of love. Uh, I always come back to that because I think that if the love is a constant, it allows you, like having faith, to be able to manage your way back to the center. It's like because... These things out in the universe that, to your point, you can't control, mm -hmm. you can't anticipate them, you don't know what's going to knock on that door at any given time to say, oh, here's a new emergency, or here's a new situation, or here's a new challenge that, on a regular basis, is being thrown at you. Mm -hmm. um, and as you, as we as adults mature, you know, we're better able to anticipate these things or do the things like, you know, to gas up the car before you take a long trip so you don't get stuck on the side of the road. Right. But as a 16 year old new driver, these little things don't even occur to you. They're the lessons you have to, right. to learn along right. the way as you grow and mature. But as adults and as parents, we then take on the responsibility of that process for them. It's like everything comes back to us. Right. Hey, mom, I'm stuck here. Hey, mom, I got Ooh. this challenge. Hey, mom, I think hey, this mom. girl is pregnant. Hey, dad, it's, it's, you don't get it all. It goes, hey, dad, as well. No, 99.9 .9 is hey, mom. 
You know what? I think maternally speaking, I don't because children often are engaging their mom more because typically dads are away, typically dads are traveling, the way the family structure is mostly set up. And the other thing is that mothers, again, because of their nature, are going to be more forgiving. And so because dads are more parental and in charge of doling out the, the punishment or, or the, the nose mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Ooh, they're they, going to get it. They're going to drift towards <laughs> mom because they feel like it's an easier win on that side of the conversation. Whatever it is, whether it's a conversation or they hungry or whatever, whatever it, is. it is, mom, they they're older and they still come to me first. And my first thing is, have you called your father? Like, why? call? Well, him? it goes again. I think I'll say this. One of the things that I'm absolutely grateful for is the strength of our marriage that has gotten us to where we are right now beyond the hurdles and hiccups of all of the things we've been through and we'll go through many of them as we continue to build this podcast because one thing i know for certain is that the challenges our sons have gone through Mm -hmm. um have been remedied with the strength of the two of us together and while they know each of our strengths, you and I know each of our strengths. There's some things that makes more sense for you to address. There's right. some things that require a silverback gorilla to show up. And so, you know, I show up for those things. Right. But there's great balance in the strength of our marriage. And so whenever you and I go through something, even like the little hiccup that we're going through right now with the disagreement about certain things, we still are clear about the value of our marriage as it relates to what these three young men ultimately will be able to come back to, you know, when they leave this house or when they pick up the phone and make a phone call because they need something. And and that is always top of mind for me, in addition to the strength of our marriage as it gives me a resource to come back to um, at any given point during the day, night or whatever, for whatever my needs are, as it as it relates to, you know, who we are, um, you know, out here. Um, but again, I just think, you know, it's why I think this podcast is important. Mm-hmm. I think it's why our platform is important um, is why, in spite of all of the, the wonderful things I'm doing out here and what you're doing out here um, in the entertainment business. Uh, I still put a lot of focus on building this after I do platform, having these conversations, learning everything that we're learning, growing the family, um, because what I know for sure is that we're a representation of what's possible. If you just stick in there, if you're willing to have the hard conversations, if you're willing to expand yourself beyond your own ego and selfish needs. Um, to extend yourself to the idea and the possibility of what family and, and, and marriage and all of those things can be um, if you hang in there. I agree. Not an easy task. Um, but um, um, the other thing that I'll say is that um, there's a lot 
of of conversations to to look forward to um about a myriad of things in this relationship space right. um I, I specifically at least while we have a little bit of space in in this episode to talk about the communication piece because you know typically i know that when you're in a good space you're bubbly and while the people who are watching the episode who follow us may they can pick up on everything they're like that's not april's energy mm-hmm. um the people who are listening especially if you're a first time listener they'll go oh okay it's, yeah. it's april and royale they may not pick up on it but i can mm-hmm. tell you that yesterday like even for example when because i was like what was the thing that was bothering me it's like okay we had to do the this the little promotional video for the the um for the cruise that's coming up our second annual relationship love and laughter right. cruise which is july the 26th through august the 2nd um if you have not already you should um look visit for the information our, visit mm-hmm. the page and and opt into and go on the go on the uh, cruise with us right um but it's like i took the time to type up the script Uh for the thing and the first thing you do is you start challenging why do i have to say this a certain way why why can't i say it this way and you know like look first of all i took the time to type it up i had uh someone come over to shoot it for us and we sat there and adjusted the words because it's promotional material. It has to sound a certain way. I write for a living. I produce. I direct. But every time I put something in front of you, you have to challenge me on I it as if every time. I most of the time. I just. I didn't. Most know of the time, was, a great deal I, of the I time. I didn't know what needed to be scripted. I thought we were just going to go off the cuff like we usually do, and just talk about it. I didn't know, and I, to your point. I didn't know why that person specifically had to come and videotape it. That made no sense to me. But you have your process, and that's, again, communication in a marriage. Like, he has his way of doing things, and I have my way of doing things. And I just didn't understand that because there was nothing special about the way it was shot, in my opinion. Um, There was absolutely something special about the way it was shot. It was shot handheld, um, and we needed to have um somebody holding the information so that we could get that out and the idea of doing something off the cuff at the level that we're now starting to work at just doesn't work anymore we can't wing it okay. um, we're Even working though, hard to to grow our platform right. to to um to deliver a product to people a certain kind of way they have an expectation for uh for us being professional and working at a certain level and so we're entering a new space now right um but again i thought it was going to be shot the way we're shooting now and it was just shot on the phone so i'm like royce and ross could have did that so i oh my god are you serious yes do you know how hard it is to get try to get no let's be for real trying to get it was hard enough trying to get ross to come downstairs and just hold i'm talking about royce royce could have videotaped it but I, I didn't know what we were doing, so sometimes you do, I just leave it up to you to do, you know, and I thought it was a production, like I thought we were doing this, and when I found out what it was, it was ne- not nearly as complicated as you made it seem, like. But my job is to make it simple and easy for you. Yeah, but that's not what 
I thought we were doing something different. That's all because it was like, he's coming at this time. And I was like, okay, it's promotion at like, of course we got light action camera. What I'm supposed to wear? Do I need makeup or whatever? And it's just somebody holding your iPhone. I was like, what was it? Was more, it was more than somebody just holding my iPhone. Okay. It was script adjustment. It's shooting it a certain way because then that video has to get sent off to have the inserts and all of this. And so when you see the final result, then it's going to be bigger than just the idea of somebody that was just holding an iPhone. But I think that, again, <sighs> it's, it's not just about that. It's about this need to push back and challenge everything when well, I'm the one all, doing never, the work. You're never going to be able to just tell me anything and I'm going to go for it. That's just not who I am. I have questions. I have a right to ask questions. And I'm just, it's, it's not like everything I have a question, but yeah, some things, you know, you're very controlling. We already talked about that. You have your way of doing things and you like to impose them on me like I'm going to go for every single thing that you say. And that's just not the way I'm made up. And I think by now you should know that. So when you get a little bit of feedback, you just... No, it's not feedback. I mean, I'm sorry, it's pushback. It's unnecessary pushback. It's That's, unnecessary pushback. It's unnecessary pushback. to you. In my brain, it's necessary. You have to like, respect my process, too. If we're going to get deep, you got to respect my process. You're not just going to put something in front of me, and I'm, I'm not a machine. And I think this is why it works, because you can't just tell me what to do. You can ask me. You can say, what are my thoughts about it? But you cannot keep, it's just not going to work like that. My brain does not accept that. I am a alpha female, Aries. I've taken care of myself. I was alpha brought female. up okay. in Brooklyn. Like, I have my own way. I am me. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I got to you being me. You understand? Like, I know how to take care of myself. So you can't just expect me to be okay with everything. If I have a question... You just got to sit there and be patient and tell me why. You can't just say, because I'm a writer and I'm a producer and I'm a director. No, no, no. That's no, not what no, I shared that's yesterday. You just said it just now. If we go yeah, back, sure. I wrote the no, script because don't. I write, I direct. It's Absolutely. Only, that's what I'm saying. If so you that, put something on the paper that I don't want to do, I don't give darn what your credentials are. I don't want to do it. If I want to do it, I'll do it. Yeah, but what's the purpose of pushing back on something just for the sake of pushing back? I didn't back? push back. I just said one sentence. I said, do I have to say this like that? Because when And you then I explained it, and I explained to you why yeah, it was written you, that way. Your explanation, it doesn't work for me. What? <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm like, because I did that, okay, you can say ABC, I may not want to say it that way. I respect that. As long as I'm getting the point across, that's my, that's your problem. You don't like, just what I just said, this is how it started. Everything cannot be in a box the way you see it and be run the way you want it to be. If I'm still saying the same stuff in my own April way, and people say that all the time, it's the way I am, it's, it's me. If I still get the point across, the point is across. But you like, you didn't say this word, that word, and that way, the way I wrote it, but I still said the same thing. Mm. So there, you know, once we, if, you know, we're, we're still learning. 25 years later, this oh, is what I'm God. talking yes. about. We are still learning. You have to let me be me. I, I will follow you, but there are some things that will need to be tweaked for me. Okay. That's all I'm saying. No, listen, I respect that okay. because I'm an advocate of 
you get into a marriage or a relationship, you cannot try to change the person that you're in the relationship with. All you can do is work on yourself and try to offer to that person the best version of you Correct. and hope that they will change in response to that. So all I'm going to do is continue to work on the best version of me right. to offer you and then let you be the best version of you. Correct. Okay, so um, this is our first episode. <laughs> One of the things that we have to do before we close out is we have to take an Ask April or Ask Royale question from the, um, I bet you didn't even know I was on it like this. <laughs> you know, that's you. You do your process. And no, no, I'll no. This my... is just, no, this has nothing to do with oh, that. I'm just saying. What saying? You didn't bet you didn't know I did what? I'm saying, bet you didn't know I did the work in advance See, to go pull the question. he always got to give himself some extra credit. How is that extra credit? I'm just saying. Just do the question. Why you got to <laughs> say, I bet you didn't know. Just Let me jump. Listen, okay. Lord, Father, God. Um, April and, hold on, where's the question? Uh, give me one second. Don't let me slow you up. Go ahead if you got something. No, it's questioning this. I'm, I'm, I'm here. Um. So, hey, April and Royale, uh, my name is Keisha. I've been married for 22 years. Uh, uh, my husband um, is a wonderful husband, but I am completely annoyed at the idea that every once in a while, um, when I want to have sex, um, he does not. And when it's the reverse, it's not an issue. But I just feel like um, it's a little weird and awkward for me when I'm in a certain space uh, and want to be intimate. Uh, that he has the ability to tell me no, you know, do you feel like this is uh, something that um, that I should have to try to manage or should mm -hmm. he be more open to having sex when I am in the booth? That's a good one. Um, I would say, first of all, I don't know if you guys, how long has this been going on and if it has come up more than one time, you know, um, I think a couple of times, well, I, I don't even know the number of times that I may be in the mood and Royale is not. I don't, it, sometimes it does feel weird. I'm not going to lie. Have I ever told you no? Of course you have. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess I, oh, I do. Okay. But it's very rare. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's I, very I like rare. a couple of times, but it's. Yes, very, it has very, very rare. Only when I'm super duper tired. And I think as women, when they say no, I promise you, because when he tells me no, I'm like, why? What are the questions? Like, why have you been somewhere else? Da, 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 da. My head start going crazy. But in reality, as many times as he asks me and I say no, I'm like, I shouldn't say anything because it's no a lot because I'm tired yes, exactly. or whatever. So I think as women, we're just... I, one, I may feel like he's always in the mood. So for him to say no, it's like, what? You know? Taking because it back. Not, yeah, taking it back because I'm in the mood. Why aren't you in the mood? Women, we do that in our head. It's so many things. We make up these stories and scenarios or whatever. But just like sometimes you may say no, it's the same thing. Sometimes you're just not in the mood. It doesn't mean just because you're married doesn't mean that both people all the time have to be in the mood. Because I don't think y'all would ever be in sync. It's always one person more than the other. You can actually get into the mood after it starts. But just thinking about it, like, oh, 
I don't want to, but then when you know, Jesus, if you got to think about it like that, <laughs> we and then once shouldn't you're be doing it, it at it's all. okay. But I'm just saying, sometimes you're just not in the mood. I would say, don't overthink it. I think you're overthinking it. You know what I mean? Because it Listen, just here's what the deal is. Sometimes you got to take that L and just call it good night. Yeah. So don't you know. read more into it. On That's that what note. I'm uh, we're going to wrap up this first episode. Yes. It's our first podcast. I'm <laughs> excited. I feel like we're in a better space. Okay. And so we'll see you on the next episode of After I Do. Bye.